for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. A product of the Whisperforge. Sound and story brought to life. You're listening to a parody that is not affiliated with or endorsed by Supergiant Games in any way. We're just big old nerds making improv fanfiction. Rogue Runners is rated R for pretty much everything you can find in Greek mythology. Violence, assault, self-harm, offensive language, insensitive humor, and intense themes. We encourage everyone to check out our show notes and transcripts on our website at whisperforge.org. Are you ready to run? Then welcome to Volume 1 in the Blood. but I don't understand why it matters. Wait a second. <gasps> oh. It does matter. Uh, Wait, it does matter. Oh, my. Oh, it is pillow. <laughs> I think 
I think it matters. Hold up. It does matter. Rolf, it does. Rolf. A- as Rolf opens up 16 menus trying to get to, like, the yeah. journal entry, like, the codex entry. Rolf does. He pulls out a little leather-bound journal. I think we met your father, dude. Wait. Does Arete say that? Yes. <laughs> okay. You see no expression. But you just see the black visor reflecting the boiling sticks. Pelops, listen. I'm not asking you to make a value judgment on what I'm about to tell you. It is up to you to make your own peace with it. All I know is, yes, we ran into your father. And your father asked me to tell you that he was sorry. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. Well, that's a seven. Okay. And a 21, so seven. You stare into the inscrutable black visor of the champion of Hephaestus, and then effortlessly he leaps 90 feet across to the other gate. He smashes the globe and goes into the gate. Nice to meet you too, charming. Uh, all right. Um, I should have figured that might be a little inconvenient to hear. But oh well. Anybody ever heard the uh, phrase, don't shoot the messenger? Jeez. Well, to be fair, he didn't shoot us. Would you have liked him to? Uh, yeah, don't I would have t- loved to. Do not tempt the DM. I would like to roll Arcana to see if uh, there is any sort of illusory effect going on. God fuck, a one, seven. You are not able to perceive any illusions here. Yeah. Annie would like to just make a perception check and see if there's anything else on this little cliff. Sure. So you were specifically trying to perceive the platform? Yeah, but Annie got a six, so I'm not sure how well that went. You don't see a whole lot on the platform. I don't see a whole lot on this platform, y'all. The easy resource-wasting way to do it is to wait in, die, and then fly across. No, no, no. However, I do not want to do that. Well, Embrace the blood. May I investigate? <laughs> uh, what would you like to investigate? Yeah, I don't know what I'm looking for, but something to help us. Okay, so you want to make a general like perception check to look around? Tell me anything you're looking for. Struts or a rope. 16. Okay. While you don't find rope, what you do find is you find a small little inscription that says the ordeal of Medea. Oh, it's the blood of the babies. <gasps> oh. Oh, we have to kill the child. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> as as Rolf puts his hands over Annie's ear. The only way to exit this room is to sacrifice Annie. <laughs> Breathe these vapors, girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> All right, yeah, so you found that inscription that says the Ordeal of Medea, which reminds you that you had previously got, been in a room that said the Ordeal yeah. of Oasis on it. So Oasis was about avoiding the depression. Medea is about avoiding... Anger? Your husband? Man, that Jason, what a bastard, huh? Oh, my goodness, absolutely. The themes of Medea are like revenge, anger. Yeah. Forgiveness? Could, could we twist it that way? Do we need to forgive someone? I don't know. Oh, shit. Pelops didn't forgive his dad, and now we're fucked. <laughs> this was a very fitting room to be with Pelops in. Um, hey, we don't know what he's doing. Maybe, hey, gods, uh, I think I think he went to forgive his father, and that's where he ran off to. He was just so excited to see him, and he ran off without saying anything, and that's why. So uh, you just let us cross this, and, and we'll call it even. Could I roll a history check to see if I remember any like aspects of Medea's story that might seem relevant? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. You don't remember a whole lot about Medea other than whispers that she was a witch who specialized in illusions. I was on to something at the beginning. What? How do you know? I think there's some illusors in here. (laughs) And I stare at Alexander. I'm looking at three of them right now. Arete will say, Poseidon, aid me in my dash. 
and then Arete will do a dash of regular um, distance and then dash twice the distance as the bonus action using the Poseidon wave to ride across and get to the other side. Okay, so you do that. You ride a wave the entire 90 feet and you land at the gate on the other side, a gate showing a pomegranate. While you are riding across, you notice that there is actually another gate that you passed on the way here. So you didn't see it while you were on the initial platform, but you definitely felt yourself passing a gate on the way. So almost like an illusory or like somehow hidden or invisible gate. So you see a pomegranate on this gate in front of you, but you know that there is another gate along the way. Additionally, while that wave was carrying you along, what everybody else saw was that there was a long, like extremely thin winding platform that was like getting like wet for a moment that people could actually like like solid ground move across, but then it immediately like dried up and became invisible again. And Arete shouts on the other side, hey, hey, this gate's a pomegranate and there's another gate somewhere in this windy thing that y'all saw when I crossed over, but I don't know what it was. It's an Indiana Jones. It's, is there sand I can throw on the walkway? Did Pelop smash the pomegranate gate? He did smash the pomegranate gate and go through. It's still there now. Like, that, like it basically reset for Rolf is gonna take his quarterstaff and like prod at the ground kind of where he thought he saw that pathway to see if there's some solid ground that he can slowly make his way across. Yeah, so there's a couple of things I'm gonna allow you to do here now that you've kind of seen what the setup of the room is. So you saw this path drawn out for 90 feet by Arete when he rode the wave. And you can make a history check to try to recall what that path was. Alternatively, you could try doing the prodding business with the staff, but it will be extremely slow and you would be walking over magma for a long time, which might come with other risks. Gotcha. Let's roll that history. 23! You are pretty confident that you know exactly all of the twists and turns. It would be like walking over a minefield, but you just, you're confident that you could do it. All right. I do it, and I try to get a good look of the gate along the way. You go, like the spry old man just hopping with his little joints. You feel like Rui Jingubang, you're like using it as like a walking stick. Very Rafiki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Rafiki-esque, right? As you cross, I will say you don't see a gate revealed to you doing this because the wave did not reveal a gate, but do you want to stop in the middle and look for one, or do you want to just go all the way to the pond? Could I roll like investigation as I'm going without necessarily stopping in the middle? You could, but it's going to take up a little brain power, and remembering this path as you saw it, you kind of have to act on it somewhat quickly. Mm -hmm. Or it might become more difficult to remember as you kind of go along. Sure. Uh, follow me! <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to roll it, um, but priority is absolutely on the path. If I don't see it, I don't see it. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll it. 19! You feel like you almost would have seen it, but you you don't have yeah. any way of seeing it. So you don't see a gate. You thought maybe you could reach over and feel something, but that might like unbalance yeah. you and throw you off the platform. So you just don't. So you just keep moving. Uh, and you, it's, it's basically like running across hot coals or hot magma, but you very quickly get to the other side and join Arete on the opposite side. Okay, that's a 25. Combined with seeing the wave clear the path the first time and then seeing how Rolf moved, you feel like you could cross the platform pretty safely. Okay. Hey, Alex. All right. Take my hands. And I'm going to lead us across. Wait for us. 
and he gets inspiration. And you are all at the gate on the other side, which shows a pomegranate. Anybody catch that uh, that other gate? Nope. That, uh, Is it worth it? I kind of saw as I was riding that Poseidon wave. Well, Arete, you seem to have no difficulty dashing across. So why don't you just do that until you can see it? Well, uh, since we're assuming there's some sort of illusion at work here, that would just, that would uh, suggest magic. Anybody got a uh, uh, like a cancel magic kind of spell going on? I do not have dispel magic. <sighs> I I might have a spell to find it, but I'd hate to waste one. Uh, locate object. The spell can locate a specific object known to you, as long as you have seen it up close within 30 feet. I don't know if that still applies. So while you cannot locate a thing you haven't seen, you do realize that you could probably try to locate object on, like, the crystal globe um, that is attached to every gate, right? And you immediately get a ping for where it is. So you know where I it is. I know where it is. It's directly midway along the path, 45 feet. I, hey, if it's hidden, there's got to be something good there, right? Actually, I, I know where it is. Oh. It's halfway across. Well, take us to it. Hold up. Is there a hammer here? The hammer? Yeah. You don't see the hammer. Oh, there. God. Pelops took the dadless hammer. All right. Uh, well, Alex, if you know where it is, then by all means, please go go pop that gate. You could also try to locate object on the dadless hammer. Uh, that'll be my last. There'll be no divine smites in the fight. And that will suck. Go, go give the, the globe a press and let's see what happens. Great. Who remembers how to get halfway across? <laughs> Annie does. Annie, would you mind leading us halfway across a bridge? Sure. I can do that. Follow the girl, everyone. All right. You feel your way to a crystal globe, and also there's a Daedalus hammer there at the bottom of it. <laughs> Invisible. Ooh. Here's the hammer. Ooh. <laughs> gonna pick it up. All right, which boot are you taking from the Do hammer? Do we remember what the different things we got were? So there's attack, special, or miscellaneous. Let's see what the special does. All right. S- special. Has everybody agreed on the Daedalus special? Yes. Yes, we'll take your special, please, um, <laughs> with some extra sauce on the side. Certainly. So I, this is quite literally some extra sauce on the side. Like, that is very literal, because here is what the Daedalus special does. It is called Blast Nova. And the way it works is anytime you deal single target damage to someone, it immediately deals that damage again to all adjacent, <gasps> adjacent targets. So it'll deal to Megara's henchmen. Yes. If they're adjacent to her. Yes. And this is for any damage? Any single target damage that you do. So you can't be like Thunder Wave, Thunder yeah, Wave, right? right? It's not like <laughs> it's, it's not it's not like you do seven hundred and sixty-five damage in a turn. But anytime you do like a single attack, like for example, like so like acid splash would not count yeah, for but instance, Firebolt but firebolt would. would yeah. right? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Excellent. I think that's dope as hell. I like it. I agree. But do we get the sauce on the side? Ah, I get it. Literally on the side because adjacency. Yeah. Oh my, this walkway is very warm. (laughs) Okay, and I think the orb is here. I'm going to press. All right, press the orb. A gate slides up, or you hear that, and then there is just lava in front of you. So, or like boiling, or rather boiling blood in front of you. So, (laughs) you walking on in? Arete is going to take a leap of faith. And uh, jump into where he heard the portal open. <laughs> you leap into where the portal opened. Do we see anything happen? <laughs> I realize I don't know the reward of this uh, gate. <laughs> uh, uh, you see Arete vanish. Um, ah! I mean, hey, if Arete were dying, I think we'd hear it. Or the blood would, like, splatter on our face. Annie jumps in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in also. I'll jump in. All right. You all take 20d8 fire damage. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
you find yourself in the shop again. (gasps) Okay. The same one? You see the same items on sale, minus the Daedalus hammer. And you also see a gate, which has a skull and crossbones on it. I don't think we've gotten any obbles. But does the room have obbles? And Arete takes a look around, and he rolls a 20. All right. You find a bag of 300 obbles. Dusty does. Arete pockets dusty, that. Dust it, dust it, I should be clear, it's sitting directly behind the casket. So you're, you're picking that up? Dust it. Well, f- before I pick it up, I pull out the harpy's feather duster and I just tinkle it along to uh, replicate it. I'm glad to see that you have increased the yield of that by 60 coins. Beautiful. However, should we maybe be questioning who these obbles belong to? No. Wait, yes to definitely questioning, but I mean, if, if we need him. How about we take the 60 that we just created uh, and use those and leave the 300? Is that allowed? I grab them all. Okay. Is that allowed? Doesn't matter because Alexander is holding 360 obbles. <sighs> Thank you. Let's get this to the counter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think we have enough to buy whatever we was left at the shop. But are you buying everything in the shop? If we can, yeah. Well, well, little little info from my reading of Zagreus's escape attempts. There is a shop after we defeat Meg, at least for Zagreus there was. What's left in the shop again? Yeah, let's see what's on display. So you have a pomegranate, you have gemstones, you have a centaur heart, darkness food, kathana cake. I think centaur, pomegranates. Yeah, I think we might as well just buy it all, guys. Yeah? That's my feeling. You don't have enough to buy everything. We might as well buy all we can, guys. 275 for key, center heart, and palm. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Okay, so add a kathana key to your inventory. Add temporary hit points equal to your max hit die plus constitution modifier. And then tell me what uh, boon you're boosting. Uncle Poseidon, little, little Hades. Uh, the common survivability, which is the wave dash plus two AC win. Okay. Uh, it is now plus three. <laughs> okay. I knew it. <laughs> Not bad. But for you guys, that's better. Hey, you know. I don't know if you guys know this, but legendary items don't even give you plus three AC. Yeah. Like, <laughs> t- t- Yeah, it's a big deal. So be sure to dash after your attacks every time and we should be okay um okay well we are about to face presumably meg who knows who's in there oh jeez. shall we have a game plan do we think it'd be wise to move like stay separate move in a formation i think um, the spellcasters attack from different angles and it seems that Arate, you get bonuses near someone so i will stick with you i agree all right annie you ready to dash dash around dash 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 around that's Dash up, dash up, and dash down. <laughs> dash, dash. Now I am? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready to wear this woman on my hip. What? Um, like her head. Okay. Like decapitation. That is truly not what I imagined. That's not what I did either, and I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> roll, roll seduction. <laughs> I didn't hate it. But I didn't like it. Um, I have a question for all of you. Yes. Huh? How, how do we feel about Megara, just in general? Is she just doing her job? Is she committing a wrong? Is she committing a right? What's the, uh... Are you asking if she's our nemesis? Well... And I just want to open it up to the group, because should you guys fall in battle again, I could see myself committing some dark acts. 
so... I'm saving my jar for a very, very specific situation. She might just be doing her job. So she's a cop. I was just thinking she was a leather mistress, and then this guy over here says cop. My goodness. If you'd like to trap her, that's okay, but I do think she is just doing her job. I want to be clear, also, if you've already filled something in the jar, you can't use it. Maybe if you pop the lid and you kind of just shake it out, maybe the soul of that heretic will fall out. (laughs) It just goes... (laughs) (laughs) Heretic, I forgive you. And he opens the jar. All right. The soul just dissipates immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm looking for tenants. (laughs) What's rent like in the jar? Uh, you don't want to know. It's like a San Francisco apartment in there. It wow. is nine million dollars. Oh god. And so tiny, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Alright. Um shall we group? Yes. I'm I have I have faith in you all. I have I have faith. If that if Thanatos is here, um run. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're about to find out, and I will slap the orb on the gate. <sighs> Wait, let, let's do it dramatic. Let's hold hands and run in together. Uh, I wave dash and push everybody in. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. You see a woman there in a pale green and purple dress <gasps> with a large purplish bluish wing and oh. sandy yellow hair and these deep sunken bright yellow eyes. <laughs> She's got her arms crossed over her chest with her whip resting in one hand. You're not Megara. <laughs> she just says, oh. Yeah. Me? I've heard of this one. If my life were a video game, this one would be my favorite. <laughs> Same, honestly. <laughs> She's the easiest. Oh, well, don't, hey, don't say that. In the game, in don't the game, not in, not in Dungeons yeah, & Dragons. Don't say that. In the, in the video game, Hades. <laughs> She's the easiest. Oh, no, we're not making it out. Let me just make sure she's got, yes, 3,000 HP. Okay. You did this. She just goes, murder. So, uh, what's, what's your name? What's your name, sweetie? Murderer. Roll initiative. Your name is murder? I mean, if she's going to call us one, we might as well just get to it, you know? All right. So first up is the woman going, murder. And she is going to fly straight into the middle of all of you. No! Mm-hmm. And then she is going to uh, whip her massive wing around in these giant arcs around her. It's a 17. Yes, I'm good. That hits. Yeah, that, that hits, definitely. That hits. Everybody who gets hit takes 10 slashing damage. Minus three. Oh, yeah, minus three, guys. Athena! Please! <laughs> Aid me in this survival. Hit all of us. 
a golden light shimmers around you as the wing connects and you take slightly less damage. Arete taking the opportunity of having all these other targets around this woman that's been shouting murder is going to use the sneak attack option to draw Lavoie. This is Lavoie. Get some sneak attack damage in because there are other friendlies around. <laughs> that was a critical failure. Ooh. You attempt to stab the woman. She immediately evades it. It's, it's like child's play to her. I'm going to use the disengage to get that lovely plus five AC that I get. Okay, are you moving anywhere? Actually, everyone, if you could please get more than five feet away from Tiffany, that would be lovely. <laughs> okay, okay. I disengage, and then Arete's just gonna like put his hands up and kind of back up. At the end of your turn, Arete, uh, Tisiphone is actually going to dash at Rolf. So the way this works is if you take a dash or disengage action at the start of your next turn, you automatically evade the attack. Otherwise, she's gonna make a wing attack against you. Poseidon and Hermes! And as a bonus action, I'm going to dash through Tisiphone and see if it does anything to her with Poseidon's boon. Uh, it probably would if she wasn't also lunging at this exact same time. So it's basically, you're, she lunges through you, you dash through her. Okay, so she is not within five feet of any of my companions, yes? No. Then I will expend my only fourth level spell slot to cast Melf's Minute Meteors oh. with a blood crystal. Oh. Please roll a dexterity saving throw. You have to beat a 16. She gets a 22. What? Oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. She gets a 25. No. Okay, okay, you still take half damage. That's great. So, I cast Melf's Minute Meteors. They begin rotating around me, and I'm going to send two meteors flying down toward her, and I'm going to say, Ares, aid me in my fiery conquest. As they do a flat 19, as both of them explode. And I would also like to call upon Dionysus to apply two stacks of hangover. Annie, she is going to lunge straight at you, and it's your turn. Yes, I would like to dash, so kind of to the west, I believe. Okay. So Annie's going to obviously pull out her viol, and obviously going to use Resonata, Conduit of the Muse, and she's going to play a song of passion, and choosing up to four creatures, a.k.a. myself, Alex, Rolf, and Arate, and I'm going to roll a d8 to add to our initiative count. That's an eight plus three is 11. Okay, now can you tell me your initiatives again? Like your actually like new initiatives? Arete is going to be a 23. Alex is 18. Annie is a 19. Yeah, 21. Alexander, now because of the, the Song of Passion, it is actually your turn next. Tisiphone is charging right at you. So if you take a dash or disengage at the start of your turn, you evade it. Otherwise, uh, she'll make an attack against you. Okay, then yeah, I'm going to use a bonus to dash out of the way. Okay. And now I'm going to attack her. Divine Smite. Dirty 20 hit? It does. She is a fiend, yes? Yes. As Alexander picks up the sword and he goes, Ares, guide my hand. He runs up to Tisiphone and he slashes down on her for 43 damage. As you slash down on her and do a sizable amount of damage. Uh, does a 22 land? Of course, right? Yes. And now he goes, Ares, guide my blade. And Dionysus, guide my heart. Ooh. I stab her in the back with my long Ooh, sword. That's sexy. Ouch. And that should put two stacks of Dionysus on her. 
That is 31. Now, because actually of the new initiative order, Arete, it is your turn again. Yeah. <laughs> Arete will take advantage of her pain that she's just received from Alexander and Alexander being so close and attempt a sneak attack. Does a 16 hit? Exactly hits, yes. Love to see it. And then as Lavoie drives into her back, he will uh, call out to Ares and Dionysus, aid this blade. And that does 43. Three damage. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. Sag she goes, ring us. Sag ring us. Who, me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, once again, ma'am. I. My name is Arete. You'll know this name because I'm going to stab you to heck. Wow. And with that, Arete will take the disengage action as a bonus action to gain that sweet, sweet plus five AC. From above, you see Pelops crash down <gasps> upon Tisiphone with his massive yes. uh, lance. Convenient. You give the net. All right. It is basically like indistinguishable from lightning the way this happens because the way like there are these like little uh, like lights on his lance and they kind of like leave this trail of light behind him. So it actually does like create like a lightning bolt as he smashes down on her and deals. 42 damage, piercing. Annie, Arete, and Alexander, you're all adjacent to the crash when this happens, right? Yeah. Okay, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Add four if you're next to me. Okay. 23 for Arete when I add the four. 16 for Annie. Damn. Eight. (laughs) Okay. Um, Arete, you are unharmed. The two who fail take 15 piercing damage. As you are pierced by this shockwave emanating from this crash. Okay. That was really cool, dude. He lands on the opposite side of Tisiphone. I think it is clear that it is not his intent to harm you. Oh, yeah. We get it. Yeah, that's just collateral damage is how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice to see you, buddy. Tisiphone cannot get back any of her legendary actions because she's so far back in initiative now. So actually, Rolf, uh, it is your turn now. So instead of lunging at Rolf, Rolf can just do whatever he wants on his turn. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to recall my blood crystals, and as they fly back to me, I'm going to infuse them into a fiery bolt as I cast a fire bolt with one of those blood crystals at Tisiphone. That is a 20 to hit. That hits. Okay, so 20 to hit. I send a fire bolt flying toward Tisiphone, and I say, Ares, Dionysus, empower this strike. You have the option to hurt Pelops if you like. Uh, no. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I deal 42 fire damage as this bolt of fire lodges into Tisiphone, leaving a red blood crystal there to make my next strike easier. And then I want to throw a meteor, but I can't because I'll hurt my friends. And so I just dash away with Poseidon's boon to raise my AC. Okay. You are about to dash away, but everything goes black Uh and you crash into a wall. So the room has shrunken in size significantly. So Annie's gonna dash towards, closer to where Rolf is at, and Annie wants to cast Blindness Deafness on Tisiphone. You need to roll a constitution saving throw. So that is a 19. It passes, whatever, it's fine. You want to cut at her with the long sword first time? Dirty 20. That absolutely hits. He grabs onto her wing and uh, he stabs her in the back of the neck for 25 damage on the face. Dang, okay, all right. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the second time I roll a 21. Okay, that also hits. And that would do 
28 damage as starts hacking at the wing, I guess. Okay, ouch. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a very quick fight. <gasps> That's okay. Yes! Then I would like to shove her with my dash, but then like move away from her. As you do that, you find yourself crashing into a wall. And the reason why is because everything has gone black again. Yes! And when your vision returns, as green light fills the room again, she is going to leap up into the air. She's going to go, Murderers! And uh, a series of three blue circles are going to appear um, underneath all of you. And normally they would be spread out in a larger room, but underneath all of you with this really tiny room, all three circles underlap, overlap underneath you. (laughs) Uh, Three dexterity saving throws each. Whoa. Okay. Add four, everyone. We're in it now. Oh, we're in it now. Basically, tell me any for which you do not get higher than 15. Oh, boy. Three in a row? Yeah. I failed two. Okay, I pass all of them. <laughs> I pass all of them. Annie failed one. Alexander will fail one of those. You take 19 force damage for each failure as green and purple flames explode underneath you. But it's really only 16 because Athena is on our side. Athena! So Pelops also has these circles appear underneath him, and he just leaps up into the air, and he can just crashes back down, leaps up, crashes, leaps up, crashes. <laughs> I might be in danger now, friends. <laughs> I'm in danger. Okay, we can come back to life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I forgot we got that back. Great. We're good. Wait. I'm adding four Dionysus stacks that I did. And I'm adding three. I had one for me. Okay, so she also takes an additional eight damage. She loses one hangover. Arete, it is now your turn. I will disengage and move. The disengage is the bonus action. The movement is my movement action for the turn. And uh, that is my turn. All right, after that, Tisiphone is going to lunge straight at Pelops. Pelops is not going to dash away. He is going to attempt to impale her on his lance as she dashes. Ooh. So let's see how this plays out. Oh, okay, he crits. Whoa. So here's what happens. Bro, is the NPC going to kill her? <laughs> so she goes, and he just holds out his lance, and she just impales herself on it immediately. <laughs> and she takes 82 damage to her. Holy <laughs> Wow. Uh, as she's impaled on this lance. She does, she didn't dodge out of the way, so she does still get to make an attack on him, but she's kind of just like flailing with her wing trying to reach him now, because he's kind of just keeping her at a distance with his lance. So she's going to try to attack him. She does hit also, actually. So she is going to deal 10 slashing damage to him. Watching this madness unfold, the wreckage just kind of shouts out, can I please get a waffle? (laughs) Okay, she's going to try to de-impale herself off of this lance, and she's going to lunge towards Rolf. So, Rolf, it is your turn. Sir, I'm going to use my last blood crystal, infuse it into another fiery ball, and aim right for the crystal that's already lodged in her. I see it right there in the back of her ribs, and I shoot forth with a... Ooh! 29 uh, with a 30 to hit. Uh, is it a crit? Like, did you roll? Like, what was the Oh, it is a crit. Number? It's a critical, yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> so tell me what you do. Make sure you're including crit damage. Beautiful. Ares Dionysus, aid this bolt of fire. And I'm going to do 80 fire damage straight into Tisiphone and a stack of hangover. And in this tiny, tiny chamber, it just echoes over and over and over. 
everybody make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> advantage. Advantage. 19 with advantage for Arete. 24. 14 for Annie. Okay, anybody who got less than a 15 takes 30 psychic damage. Whoa! <gasps> Minus three! That would have killed me. Uh, anybody who saves takes 15 psychic damage. Oh, shit. <laughs> Athena, please. Athena. <laughs> so she lets out that shriek. She looks like in very, very bad shape. Knowing how much damage you guys do, pretty much even like Annie smacking her with a veal would probably kill her. Oh, I was hoping that was going to be a really cool fire death. All right, yeah. We're just going to give her a little stabby stab. But I think I'm going to re-roll with my inspiration. Ba ba ba. That's a worse roll. We hate to see it. <gasps> we hate to see it. Yeah, that, that's it. There's, You got it, guys. You, you got it. Alexander, she is going to dash into you. Oh, cool. I'll use the dash to get out of the way and spin around to slice at her with the longsword. 23 lands. That is, uh, <laughs> describe how you finish her. Yeah, he grabs that wing, pulls it tight, and hacks the wing right off. And then uh, as she's wailing, he spins and cuts the head off as well. Capture. You're about to do this, Alexander. Or that's your intent. Um, and then you feel a uh, powerful urge to uh, take out your jar. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Is she worth it? Is she worth it? If we capture all three, then there will be no boss fight here at all. There are three sisters. There's four of us. Uh, then he will take out the jar as well. He 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 thinks at the last second, yeah, maybe he should put them in the jar. Okay, uh, what is your spell save, DC? 15. You see the yellow lights in Tisiphone's deep sunken eyes fade a little bit as she looks kind of confused and terrified. She goes... And she is sucked into the jar. Yes! And I slam the lid on it. All right, Alexander, what is your alignment? Neutral good. All right, you are now true neutral. Uh. Whoa. Ooh. Was that a bad? I guess we did a bad. <clears throat> You're still in the tiny ass room, but there is a gate. <gasps> we did it. We still did it. Oh my God. <laughs> You see a gate that leads to just... It's, it's a gate that shows just an icon of stairs. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Rolf is actually canonically crying on the floor. <gasps> I love stairs. <laughs> Do you guys want to go upstairs? We did it. Uh, can we just relax here for a little bit? Pelops hoists himself back up. He doesn't. He does not look good, and he limps towards the gate. He stabs the crystal globe with his lance. It shatters. The gate slides up. He makes his way up the stairs. Wait, Pelops. What? Thank you. He looks back, and again, he's got that helmet on, and it's just affectless. And he turns around, and he starts clanging up the stairs. That's, yeah, let's go. All right, gang. I guess let's go. Absolutely. And, yeah. Whee! <sighs> Alexander dusts himself off with his hands, shakes the cape back, and will walk upstairs. Well, Alexander, you make your way up the stairs. You feel a powerful force stirring inside your jar. And your comrades also make their way up the stairs towards a faintly glowing orange light. Here we go. Oh. 
Rogue Runners Volume 1 In the Blood stars our players Nicholas Venetados as Alexander the Great, Amanda Facosta as Anastasia Pentazis, Giancarlo Herrera as Rolf Yannick, and Michael Pisani as Arete Lascaris. Dungeon mastering and NPC voices are by me, Tozaman. Cover art by Chandler Candela. Audio editing by Tozaman. Sound design and editing by Giancarlo Herrera. Title music by Sage GC, with vocals by Jessica Dahlgren and Sage GC. Character theme music by Giorgio Volpe. Additional music by Epidemic Sound. Transcription by Eli Barasa. If you liked what you heard, we hope you'll consider helping us make future tabletop parodies of your favorite stories. You can support us at Patreon on patreon.com slash roguerunradio. Patrons get access to our community Discord channel, as well as our behind-the-scenes chat cast Out of the Blood, where we talk about everything on our minds after the episode. There are free ways to support the show too we hope you'll leave us a glowing review on your listening app of choice as well as spread the good word about us on twitter and instagram where you can follow us at rogue run radio we love hearing from you so head us up there or email us at rr at whisperforge.org we're very proud to be in the whisperforge collective and hope you'll check out our other shows get ready to run with us soon new episodes drop every two weeks till next time sinners i'll see you in hell and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What's this all about? What about nightmares? You're in this too. We need to figure this out together. We need to leave. Yeah. What are you doing? They can't tear out your soul anymore, stupid. Ominous Thrill, a new audio fiction anthology. I've done horrible things. I can taste the rot in the back of my throat. Ever since you arrived. Are you saying we're the enemy? Tell them what you did. I didn't do anything. Tell me. No! Character-driven tales of obsession. I'm no psycho. Banging on my door and streaming it on the internet. Revenge. Take back what was taken from you. Don't mind if I sit here and watch lights go out, do you? The unexplained. We can't help her? I have a daughter! We're leaving. Who's there? Tendrils of rot. We're gonna die. No, it's acting out through you. That's all that matters. And the dark things we do to get what we want. I need the light. You want me to fall down the stairs? No. I want to push you. I love you so fucking much. Ominous Thrill. Coming to Spotify and Apple Podcasts February 15th. Until then. Flesh. Open. Oh, yes. Thrill you later.